Hi, I'm James Shalinglaw for Virtual Roadshows, uh, Adventure and Expedition Travel, and also for Insider Travel Report. And I'm here today with Shannon Stowell, who is the CEO for Adve the Adventure Travel Trade Association. We talked to Shannon about the association and what it does, as well as what's going on in adventure travel today. And you'll find out about all that and more in just a second. And here we go. Thanks, James. Shannon, hello. How are you doing? I'm great. It's uh, it's sunny in Colorado, and uh, I'm appreciating that. I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, Thanks well, for having me. Well, I am not in Antarctica, although as I was telling you earlier, I was in Antarctica three times this year. I think that that it may not be a quite a record, if, but I, I think I would have had to have been an expedition team leader to uh, duplicate <laughs> that. Uh, but yeah, my, par my partner, Alan, is going again uh, uh, for we were doing a lot of Antarctica cruises lately. And that is one thing that's really happening in adventure travel. But let's let's talk about your your association. What tell us a little bit about the Adventure Travel Trade Association, what it is today. Sure. Um, we're we've been going for almost 19 years now. April will be 19 years in in our current form there's a, a previous version but we we sort of rebuilt it back in 2004 and it, it really is the global network for adventure travel companies and professionals and destinations that are interested in in cracking the nut of adventure travel which we define as nature culture and some sort of physical activity so uh we continue to uh, thrive, even though the pandemic was obviously super brutal on on everybody in travel or almost everybody. Uh, we're seeing that adventure travel is rebounding really quickly. And in fact, I think we're on a, a long trajectory for, for significant growth. Yeah. And I will talk a little bit about that more because I do think that people after COVID and during COVID were looking for travel involving the outdoors and dining active adventures were not not inside put it that way so it, right. or, or this actually should be great for for your organization and and tell us who are your uh, ATTA members today and how can others join you sure so so pretty much anybody in the travel ecosystem can be involved with the ATTA uh, that you know the common thread of course is an interest in the active adventure nature eco side of the business um, but from tour operators, travel advisors, accommodations, gear and apparel brands, tourism boards, DMO, media, association partners, and, and, and more. Obviously, distribution, uh, technology, insurance, pretty much everybody. Um, but the, you know, I would say the majority of our members tend to be tour operators, travel advisors, and, and DMOs. So you, you do accept travel advisors as members as well, which are clearly, and that's who will be viewing this video right now for this show. Sure, absolutely. Travel advisors are absolutely welcome. It's an important part of our community. And uh, the way a travel advisor gets involved is apply on our, our website for a business membership as a travel advisor. Uh, obviously, they need a, an approved accreditation number. That's important. And then travel, travel uh, advisor membership is for one individual gives them all the benefits of a business membership. It's $150 a year, or as I did the calculation this morning, that's 3.125 Starbucks grande lattes a month, 
Well, I don't know if we can give up that, uh, Shannon. I don't know. That's, that's a lot, uh, especially get my, my day going. But no, it's, it, it sounds like a great deal. And if you sell adventure travel or are interested in it, uh, I would strongly suggest that uh, you out there, uh, you know, uh, take a look at ATTA if you're not already a member, uh, because it's a great resource for you. And indeed, let's talk about that. Uh, uh, what can ATTA do for its members? What are the programs and events that you offer to them? Sure. You know, I think, you know, there's a lot of different benefits. I think the number one for everybody continues to be networking opportunities through our events and through Adventure Connects and, and online. This is a way for people of like mind and like interest to find each other and be able to talk about interesting products, look at um, interesting experiences around the world. We do pre-scheduled one-on-one meetings at our events like, like many travel events do. And then we have resources like educational research, destination showcases, and and trending news. Uh, We also do Member Connect, which is a monthly virtual opportunity to meet other members and learn about all the benefits and opportunities. We do trade and consumer exposure. And then we have a travel advisory group that helps us advocate for advisor needs within our community, and it keeps us informed how to better serve them. So we have a number of advisors that are a part of that as well. Now, that's great. And I know that uh, just last fall, uh, you had your, your larger event, which was in Switzerland uh, this past year, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's coming up for the, the big one this year? So the big one this year is in Hokkaido, Japan in September. Mm-hmm. And very excited about that one. It was supposed to happen in 2021. And nobody needs, I mean, we all know what happened. Um, so we were able to, to uh, extend the relationship and figure out how to make it happen in, in 2023. So thankfully, we'll be there in Hokkaido. That was my introduction to Japan. I flew in the, I landed in the dark, woke up on Lake Akan in, in uh, Hokkaido, uh, not literally on the lake, thankfully, but uh, <laughs> right next to the lake. And uh, it's just an absolutely stunning location. So very excited about the culture, the food, the, the people. Uh, there's a, an amazing uh, native culture there, the Ainu people. And there's still, it's an active culture, still producing art and music and following traditions. So um, we expect it to be a really exciting event. Now, and it, it, so it is a bona fide adventure travel destination as well, right? That's right. That, that's right. There will be trekking and sea kayaking and uh, nature, some wildlife tours, food, uh, a whole lot of different opportunities. It will be a little early for ski season, but Hokkaido is a, is a hot spot for, for international skiers. Yeah, I know. That's what I know for, at least I, I, by reputation. I've never mm-hmm. been there, but I'd love to go. Now, mm-hmm. um, why did, let's go back to just talking a little bit about uh, why adventure travel really, I think, has become visibly more popular as we emerge into the what is we're calling the post-pandemic world, even though obviously COVID is still among us. Um, sure. Why do, why do you think that's just the case? Is it just the fact, that, as, as we've talked about, that it, it's the wide open spaces, it's getting outdoors, it's uh, really getting back to nature, or is it something else? You know, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. You, the, the the momentum was there pre-pandemic. We could see it, and we were tracing it back then, clear back to the roots of 9/11, that people started thinking differently about travel. That it was it was needed to be more of a really meaningful experience versus just sun and sand, for example. And there's nothing wrong with that 
do that myself occasionally. But I think, I think what the pandemic did is it made people really look inside and say, what's important to me? And yeah, there's the, there's the obvious of smaller groups, more remote. You've got uh, medically trained operators with you who are managing your trip. And so there's, there's all those things from a COVID standpoint. But I think even that is starting to uh, lessen a little bit. And I think what's driving it more is people just want more meaningful trips. And, you know, I think about even my own arc in the, in the journey of travel and how in the early days, I was very happy just to go to a city, you know, 30 years ago and um, walk around, maybe do a couple of real basic tours. And, and I was happy. I went to Rome right. or, or wherever, Bangkok. And now I want to meet locals. I want to eat local food. If I can get a cooking class, if I can go hiking and see, uh, you know, like, uh, we had this incredible experience in Rio where yeah, at the uh, Cristo de Redentor, there was actually a sloth in a tree at the top and there were people milling around all underneath. But it was our guide who looked up and went, there's a sloth. <laughs> and I had never seen a sloth before. And so, you know, I think there's just this desire for more meaningful experiences, whether that's uh, like my wife and I took a an immersive music trip in Colombia last mm -hmm. year for her 40th birthday. And I'll be honest, I signed up because it was her 40th birthday, but I didn't know anything about Colombian music. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a life changer. I mean, honestly, I still, we're, our WhatsApp group with the, even the folks we didn't know uh, is still active um, a year later. And to me, that speaks to the depth of community that we experienced. We got to dive deep into six or seven different musical communities around Cartagena. And, um, and that's a trip I couldn't even have imagined 20 years ago. So I think it's, it's really driven by people who have traveled a lot are getting more sophisticated and just demanding a, a deeper experience. No, I would totally agree. And as, uh, the push to more local experiences, uh, as you've mentioned, is, is clearly a, a trend. Uh, it has been even before COVID, it was starting to heat up. And now even more so. And of, and of course, the whole trend toward more active vacations where you are uh, doing something. I know for me, uh, I want to get out and do something. I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those people who like to sit on the beach that much. I'll walk on the beach and I'll hike and I'll do all kinds of things. But um, sure. you see my skin, it's going to get burnt to burnt to high heaven. So it's uh, this same. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to be lying on the sun there as a lot of people want to do. But it is it is amazing. And I've actually done a lot more adventure travel. Uh, whether it's an expedition cruise or it's a tour operator or uh, some other thing like that where I will go hiking uh, than I ever thought possible. Even on things like river cruises, I'll be doing hiking and uh, biking, you know, hiking, biking and walking all over the place. Well, I, I think I think there's a point too. like I think some people worry about an adventure trip as being too go, go, go. Right. And I know for myself and I know a lot of a lot of in, in my opinion, some of the best operators, they're still really good at leaving time for serendipity in there because you know, for for those of us who have traveled a lot, and I'm sure it's the same for you, um, some of those serendipitous moments are the best ones, the ones that you never forget. Of course, you want to see, you know, uh, the tiger's nest in, in Bhutan, and that's a mind-blowing experience. Sure. But for me, sitting in a back cafe and uh, watching the the listening to the young the young Bhutanese gripe about uh, certain issues in their society and smoke cigarettes illicitly 
<laughs> to me, that that's like the sharpest memory of, of my trip. There was this behind the curtain sort of, of experience and it wouldn't have happened if there wasn't some serendipitous time built in to that trip for genuine adventures that you don't see coming. So I think that's important too. Absolutely. And uh, now, now most of your members are smaller uh, adventure tour operators. Is that what you would say the bulk of your membership? Yes, definitely. The majority of our members are, are, would be considered in the smaller category under, you know, under 5 million in revenue per year. Um, obviously the, the big ones, the Intrepids and G's are a part of ATTA as well, but, um, yeah, they, this industry is definitely marked by a lot of really unique small businesses. And then it, you are getting to the point where a lot of these smaller businesses will work with travel advisors to, to create, uh, vacation experiences now, right? That's right. That's right. And I, I think especially for those advisors who got the adventure bug themselves, I mean, to me, that's sort of the core of it is if they love that kind of experience, then they're going to be great at selling it. And of course, people can learn and be converted. And we joke joke about adventure curious people who you know are interested, but not quite sure if they're ready for it, or that maybe they, the, the definition is a little vague and it's maybe slightly intimidating. Um, but we find if there's that personal interest, that, that goes a long, long way towards success in selling adventure travel. Well, I do know there's tremendous interest in the advisor community to uh, learn more about adventure travel and uh, adventure travel opportunities. Find out, uh, as you said, your membership has a ton of uh, people who can deliver those experiences. And uh, joining ATTA will be one way that an advisor can find out more about it. Now, is there anything else you want to tell our, our advisors out there and the ones attending this particular show, if, if you're here for the uh, uh, Adventure and Expedition Travel Show, uh, are really ones that have indicated an interest in doing this. But anything more you'd like to say to them, as well as the whole growth of the Adventure Travel segment? Well, I just came from USTOA, so I would say probably the most um, encouraging news is that for the first time in recorded modern travel history, a recession is rolling in, and yet travel numbers are increasing. Mm -hmm. The bookings are increasing. So I think because of COVID and the pent-up demand for the first time, we're not hopefully not going to take it on the chin again nice. as an industry, and that, that's for the travel industry at large, not just adventure travel. Um, and I spoke to a, a, a company who makes adventure travel clothing, and they confirmed that, at least here in the U.S., travel gear is flying off the shelves, adventure mm -hmm. travel product. So we think that, it, that that's a good underline to say not only are bookings happening, people are buying their stuff for those trips. And, I, you know, I would just say that years ago, many thought the Internet would make travel advisors obsolete. Um, we know that is far from the truth and yeah. that travel agents and advisors are needed more than ever to filter through the noise. I mean, a good travel advisor, uh, well, this I'm preaching to the choir here, but worth, worth their weight in gold. It's It's really... For people, especially who are doing more complex trips, um, who really want to get to the heart of it, I think this is where the travel advisor plays such an important role. 
Absolutely. And of course, you are preaching to the choir here, but uh, uh, we want to at least and also to the, all the folks out there who are, are looking at this and wondering, you know, should I can keep being a travel advisor? And the answer is yes, because it is a wonderful profession and, and you can see so much more of the world yourself as well as introduce your clients to it. And one way to do that is to join an organization like ATTA and, and start to learn about all the different operators and small companies out there that can provide these very, very unique experiences. Now, where, where can travel advisors go to find out more about ATTA? Sure. So probably the best place is just at our, our website, adventuretravel.biz, mm-hmm. um, www.adventuretravel.biz. Also, we're doing Adventure Connects around the U.S. right now. We'll be having, in February alone, we'll do Seattle, San Francisco, Denver, Boston, D.C., and New York. And then we'll do more later in the year. But in February, we'll have a, a whole bunch of them back to back. And um, I, I plan on personally being at the Denver one and also at the uh, the Washington, D.C. event as well. And I know that there will be ATTA team at uh, at every single one of these. Those are free. Anybody can show up. It's an awesome networking opportunity. Um, these will be sponsored by Quito, Ecuador. So mm-hmm. expect to learn something about uh, about both Quito and Ecuador at those. Um, but really, the you know the the whole point is to get together and share ideas, get to know each other. I, it's funny. I didn't plan this, but this came. I don't know if you can see this. It's well, a that, sticker. There, there. Just keep it there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So at our Adventure Connect in Seattle, I met the guy that takes people to the Titanic. And really? I didn't see that coming. Yes. He he's uh, he's based in the Seattle area. Only thirty customers a year go all the way to to the Titanic in a submersible. Um, it blew my mind. So you never know who you'll meet at one of these events. Um, and every single time I get surprised and delighted. So yeah, you, you, you too can be James Cameron and go down, can't go down and find the wreck of the Titanic, I guess. That's going to take, it's going to take a little of this for that trip. I, but. That I, that I can <laughs> believe, but if you want a unique experience, I think that's the way to, way to go. Uh, well, uh, Shannon, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us about the adventure, uh, travel trade association, ATTA. And uh, uh, again, I believe you guys uh, have a, a, a virtual booth on our uh, show, show, virtual show floor for the yes. uh, adventure and uh, expedition travel uh, virtual roadshow. Uh, so please, if, if you're here for the show, um, go down uh, to, to, to the show floor and go check out what Shannon's talking about. Uh, or, or you can go to the website that he mentioned and find out about all these other opportunities to get involved with more adventure travel opportunities to meet all these great, uh, you can meet the Titanic guy, you can meet whatever. A lot more, a lot more of that. I know uh, some of the most fascinating people I've met in this business are people who are focused on adventure travel and really are trying to deliver these incredible experiences. Uh, but again, uh, thank you again, Shannon, and uh, welcome to the show. And uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of great uh, travel advisors that can connect with you through it. Thanks, James. And we're grateful to be invited. Thank you so much. I'm James Schillinglaw, and that's for Insider Travel Report and also for Virtual Roadshows, Adventure, and Expedition Travel.